0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shit Your Shrink Thanks.
1: Isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she precious? Less than one minute
0: old. <laughs> so, this is related to our topic today, which Michaela has selected. What is our topic today, Michaela? Our topic is
1: the false glow of pregnancy. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, the false glow of pregnancy. So, this will be yet another mini series. We're not totally sure how long this is going right. to last.
1: Talking about pregnancy, talking about childbirth, talking about postpartum and new baby life yeah so how m- maybe parent parental
0: things relate to mental health yep so as a reminder welcome all newbies and welcome all oldies <laughs> <laughs> this is shit your shrink things this is a podcast where two shrinks tell you what we think about life mental health we give you some hot goss on our own lives it's the most entertaining point obviously and then we tell you some new information about a topic area, and this week it's mental health and pregnancy.
1: So as you guys might remember, we are still learning about each other on this podcast, so we sometimes like to share a little story that the co-host might not know, or just a general what's good. So Sunny, what is your what's good? What's good with me this week is David
0: Matthews.
1: Oh. Okay,
0: so I went to Dave Matthews. Ah. <laughs> I didn't know you were a fan. I did not know you were a fan. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Listen, it was stupendous. Oh. I don't even care. I don't even care if you don't like Dave Matthews, the world. I know it's not a popular hip thing to like right now. I don't care. It's not popular? I don't think it is. I, I mean, it it's is like an uncool. older band, yeah. I suppose. I think, I, I think I'm uncool for liking it, probably. But eh. I love it dave matthews band yeah so very much i from the minute my mom is i know listening to this so (laughs) from the moment my mom popped that tape in her car to the moment that i saw that concert i've been a fan she I used to call it her hippie music and make fun of her for it, but I secretly really loved it. Uh, I have these like really positive memories of her driving around and getting to the end of one tape and flipping the, the tape the d- over tape. and yep. putting it back in and playing the other side of the tape. And I remember like having the windows rolled down and being the summertime and hearing like where weh where?" and knowing it was like pool time in the summer. So I got to go to this concert. It was amazing. It had all the emotional
1: components, the Uh, nostalgia. They sing all the, like, mostly songs you knew. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. I kind of hate when people do brand new tracks. I will say that he did do one brand new song. That's okay to do a couple. And, well, there was a couple, but
0: there was one in particular that is actually part of my What's Good. So the concert itself was absolutely stupendous, really musically talented, gifted folks. And. I, I just enjoyed myself, but there was also this really cool message behind it which I really liked, which mm. was just look for the good, right? Mm. I really enjoyed that it was kind of a more positive experience. I think it's really trendy to be negative and pessimistic nowadays and I just I don't
1: I don't yeah. like it. It's either that or toxic positivity yeah the the false positivity yeah can we just do you're either all good vibes or (laughs) (laughs) or like life sucks yeah (laughs) it's one of the two
0: it's yeah it's good vibes only or life sucks like where is this like look for the good try to find the positive acknowledge what's going on but just kind of mindfully be aware of the beauty if you can
1: yeah and uh so there was this
0: story that he told that i really enjoyed where and i had not seen this but apparently at the beginning of covid He said that he was watching the news and it was the world was feeling very chaotic and crazy and scary. And he was watching what's happening in Italy. And he remembers watching some people beginning to sing to each other from the Mm. windows.
1: Yeah, so I do remember that. Yeah, Yeah. because they couldn't
0: go outside. They were singing to one another. And he just said really simply, like, it made me remember to look for the good in the world. And Mm. he created a song about these people singing to each other from their separate window spaces. And it was all about just listen, like we know what's up, but I'm going to intentionally choose as an act of courage to watch for the helpers and watch for the good. And Aww. it was just, it was just really good. I yeah. just, I like that message. I personally do also view it as an act of courage and an act of rebellion, even to sure try to find something or make something positive out of something that is not great. Yeah, And I don't really have any tolerance for people who just who don't want to do that right it's not an energy I want to invite into my life yeah and uh it was really beautiful so it was like weird I was like wow me and Dave Matthews on the same page here I was like what's up Dave yeah we also played a cover of my favorite Led Zeppelin song so nice the one that's like fool in the rain oh mm. and I run in the rain till I'm breathless Mm. that one so it was just stupendous I was so excited and that's awesome yeah that was last night actually so oh my gosh yeah wow yeah cool yeah I know yeah so like yeah I went to Washington I went to DMV I'm just like doing yeah, it yeah
1: you're getting some fun things going on yeah I'm a little tired I'm gonna be real that's fair yeah <laughs> side tangent related to that I saw a video where you know car alarms are like one of the most annoying things that are just going off and there's just like car alarm that just kept going and going and a guy who plays piano then used it as like the back bass and played this beautiful song where that car alarm, you know, was just was kind part of, of it. Yeah, it was oh, part of it. It was actually really great. <laughs> uh,
0: I love it. I love that. Exactly. It's like make use what you have. In the words of Dave Matthews, to make the best of what's around. <laughs> love it. Oh, that's sweet. Not to not to be too heavy into it, but yeah. So it was. It was awesome.
1: That's really cool. Worth worthy exhaustions.
0: Yeah, it, it was. It was. We. I even stayed for the encore. I mean, I was so deeply tired in my spirit and soul, mm. but I was really excited. I stayed for the encore. It was worth it. I think it might be the best concert I've ever gone to. And I've wow, gone to. that says a lot. Yeah, I've gone to a lot. So that was it. Really
1: stood out. Cool. Yeah. What's good with you this week? I just found a little message that I thought was. Nice. Okay. (laughs) It's nice. (laughs) It's called People Survive in Different Ways. Ooh. Some people survive to talk about it. Some people survive it and go silent. Some people survive it and create. Everyone deals with unimaginable pain in their own way, and everyone is entitled to that without judgment. So next time you look at someone's life covetously, remember, you may not want to endure what they are enduring right now. At this moment, whilst they sit so quietly before you, looking like a calm ocean on a sunny day, remember how vast the ocean's boundaries are. While somewhere in the water is calm, in another place, in the very same ocean, there is a colossal storm.
0: Ooh, chills. I got chills on that one. I like that a lot. I, I actually vibe with that one a lot uh, because I think that very often no one would see me sweat. I yeah. could I could be in the deepest shit of my life. Right.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. And I would I would not break a sweat. You yeah, would not, you and then not see me people flinch. look at you and think that, oh, well, why can't I yeah. you know, be like that? Well, Have they don't that know that what you struggled. They don't know what you're dealing with, and you don't know what they're dealing with. It's called dissociation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: it's a very curated skill set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in all seriousness, I, I really do like that. And you don't know how somebody's going to deal with their stuff, whether they're going to melt down or go real quiet about it. So
1: maybe judge not lest you be judged yep isn't that the <laughs> have some grace for people and don't think that you know what they're coming from
0: yeah exactly ask a question right yeah. ask a question so what did you try for uh your outside of pod experiment this week
1: mine was to get a little rest and relaxation in mm-hmm. and thanks to my in-laws i got a little bit oh nice nice <laughs> they nice. did a little baby duty for me hey, hey. <laughs> so <laughs> i did get a, a little bit of rest and relaxation still still need to improve upon it i think um i'm still hyper focused on being productive like even there i was working on a couple different side hustles and you know even while i'm pumping i'm doing other things and but american woman (laughs) (laughs) but i got a little bit so i'll take it small baby steps
0: yeah oh no pun intended yeah yeah how about you uh, my homework was to think about the vicarious trauma that I experienced in my previous workplace mm-hmm. and begin to uh, just kind of like document it and write about it for myself. I did not write about it, but I did like say it out loud to myself. I do a lot of thinking in in the shower and on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I was Mm -hmm. just kind of talking out loud to myself, telling myself the story of what happened out loud in these different instances, just kind of like processing like day-to-day stuff and trying to talk about it more with the people around me. It's, I think, hard because there's not always space because I think a lot of people are like, well, my job is really, really hard and I don't want to invalidate that. So I just kind of don't say a lot. Yeah. And especially, too, because a lot of what I'm told is confidential, obviously. Sure. So I can't
1: really say a lot Right. About we it. can't exactly tell mm-hmm. it fully how it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but, but what I have done at least is talk to other people who are in my field and just kind of like say things that happened and be like, so that happened and have them kind of validate or normalize it or talk to myself about it or mm-hmm. just like kind of imagine if somebody else were telling me the story, like a client, like how I would react to them. Yeah. So it's been helpful. It's just, it's not like I'm doing any real heavy lifting. It's more just like uh, a review and it's an, it's an extended exit interview in my mind,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the exit interview of my brain.
0: <laughs> so it's been, I, I find it useful for processing.
1: I dig it. I dig it. So this week, uh, we are talking about all things baby. Baby. Um, since we both recently experienced pregnancy and had a baby, we really wanted to kind of share our experiences, normalize the struggles, because frankly, there's just a bunch of malarkey out there Constant about pregnancy, malarkey. birth, postpartum, and just being a mom. Constant malarkey. So much malarkey and so much gaslighting and invalidating. Yes. So. and And that tends to really relate to our mental health
0: yes our depression our anxiety panic ptsd that sort of thing like cool. when you have misinformation yep. it really creates a situation where your mental health is more at stake yeah and so this is how it relates to shit shrink things
1: yeah if if we're continually invalidated and we're given false information yeah you're gonna start feeling a certain way and and then people are gonna be like well you shouldn't feel that way yeah right <laughs> right. boom 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 extra feelings added yeah yeah <laughs> extra feelings <laughs> added
0: Additional feelings. So hit me with this first bit of information that, and and folks, we do want to put just a little bit of trigger warning right here. We are going to be talking about some stuff that might be hard in relation to birth or birth-related trauma. So if you got some trauma that you have yet to unpack, we're not going to be going into huge detail, but just like tread cautiously here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So first, we really just want to acknowledge miscarriages. Mm Mm-hmm. Acor- B- before it begins yeah even. before it even begins yes. according to the mayo clinic about 12 to 24 of known pregnancies ended miscarriage
0: yeah percent of known pregnancies yeah did i not say percent yeah you just said 12 to oh. 24 but that's okay 12
1: to 24 percent
0: million yeah people I don't know. <laughs> lordy yeah. yeah 12 to 24 percent do end in miscarriage yeah and uh they note that the actual number is likely higher. Because many miscarriages occur very early on in pregnancy. Right. Fun fact, that is called a chemical pregnancy. Learned that the hard way.
1: (laughs) So chemical pregnancy
0: is when you're not very far along. Right. You are popping positive on a pregnancy test.
1: Right. And the risk of miscarriage in the first four weeks is 50 to 75%. And then by week five, it's approximately 21%.
0: Yeah. So it can happen really quite quickly, Mm -hmm. uh, quite out of the blue. And the information is essentially if your body is not in a particular place where it can have a baby or if there is something wrong with the embryo or whatever, right? There can yeah, be Yeah, there's so many things that could cause reasons. a miscarriage. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's no one reason and most of the time people will never know what it was. Right. Or if it happened, frankly, but some, some people will never know and will never get a good explanation of why.
1: Right and in the uk there's about 125,000 miscarriages that occur annually which result in 24,000 hospital admissions so those are you know pretty serious miscarriages for that number of like to be hospitalized for
0: right right so this means that they're extremely extremely common and yeah. uh, not only are they extremely common but there's something that actually causes a significant physical disruption. I mean, it's an emotional disruption, certainly, but it is also, I think, downplayed as a real serious physical issue. Right.
1: Your body has just went through something. It started to try to create life, and then something happened.
0: And it had to and stop. It, and yeah. it had to stop. Yep. And that's not an easy process to start and stop. I mean, no. imagine try, like pressing the accelerator down on a very fast car and then braking as quickly as possible. That's a lot of wear and tear. I mean, that hurts yeah. the vehicle. That's not great. Right. Um, your body is no different. It, it's a lot to handle for somebody.
1: Yeah. And so this is
0: something it's culturally taboo to talk about.
1: Which is really disappointing. I mean, considering how common it kind of is for women to experience the fact that we aren't Openly sharing about our experiences Mm -hmm. is just sad. Yeah,
0: it is just sad. And I think, you know, what's really interesting is that, uh, so we're a couple of weeks ahead of you guys, listeners, in the podcast, but now there was a song that just came out by old Taylor Swift about having miscarriages bigger than the whole sky.
1: Oh, goodbye,
0: goodbye, goodbye. You were bigger than the whole sky. It's like a very interesting set of lyrics. You were more than just a short while etc and i don't know i can't remember if it was one of her friends had a miscarriage or maybe she did i'm not totally sure but yeah
1: the
0: the reality is like you're saying it's people don't really talk about this and i mean everybody knows it's more common right and you're led to believe but i don't think people just share hey this is happening to me
1: right yeah while they're in the midst of it most people aren't acknowledging their experiences and they aren't i mean again, this is a loss. You are going through a grieving experience. God, we went through like four episodes on grief. You know, this is a complicated, invalidated form of grief that you're experiencing, plus add your physical body trauma.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about your experiences with this, what you know, what you've seen.
1: I have worked with a few different women uh, to help them process their grief from miscarriages. Mm -hmm. And I've even worked with one woman who was grieving the loss of like her eggs. Like Mm -hmm. she was trying to do in vitro fertilization. And there Mm -hmm. were some unethical practices that caused her to lose literally all of her (gasps) eggs. Oh, God. And so then she was never going to be able to have children because of what happened.
0: Oh, my gosh. That just sent a cold chill down my spine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean- Absolutely, though. That is something that happens. Uh, you know, I think I I will say the same. I've worked with a lot of women who anything from having a birth trauma itself all the way to mm, yeah. uh, miscarriage, there are kind of all stages of grief. Sure. And the thing that really stands out to me the most is that, one, people report to me a lot that they have more of a hormonal response change than they thought Mm because it's like a lot of times it's earlier on not always but you know a lot of times it's earlier on and they will say i was really surprised how big of a spike and change in my mood and hormones there was already to come back down from yeah um a lot of people will tell me that there are physical residuals that they experience like producing milk or Mm. kind of seeing what there was any body changes or things like that. That yep. are really, really hard to deal with afterwards. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you kind of name it. And it's, it's, I would say it's one of the more common issues that women come to therapy to me for, especially yep. nowadays. Uh, I, I It's really common because I think a lot of times people assume because miscarriages happen all the time that it's not hard. Right. Like, it's – that it's just, oh, well, that just happened. But it sends people to therapy pretty consistently, so that should tell you something. Right. This
1: is a big thing physically, psychologically, emotionally. Yeah. I mean, no matter – no matter if that pregnancy was – you know, you were trying for it, maybe it was Mm -hmm. unplanned. Either way, there's – there are – Yeah, damage that has been done
0: yeah and I think you know I can say that I've had a a very early miscarriage and I could say that the things that were very unusual to me or very like really stuck out to me were one like I said that big hormonal shift Mm -hmm. two I would say that um, the lack of structural support so like You go to the hospital. They tell you this is happening, and it's just like, okay, bye. Yeah, (laughs) you're like, good luck, everybody. Yeah, you're like, neat. So that's what that is now, right? And then there's not really a lot of information about like, okay, what happens next? Uh, is there like, there's and there's not aftercare.
1: Right, follow up. Yeah, Yeah. there's not really
0: aftercare. And (laughs) they might call you with some like bullshit resource afterwards that like means nothing and is frankly insulting a lot of the times. And it's just like... (laughs) what is going on right now? It's like, okay, well, that's not going to work. So everything everything is done. They don't really break the news to you really well. And then they're just like, okay, see you later. Yeah, And yep. then you just go home. And then you just have this experience of miscarrying. And it's not a quick thing. Right. Like it's a couple of days. Like you said, I mean, and your weeks, body is maybe. trying to
1: bounce back. No matter how far along you were, your yeah. body has already started to do some changes there. Yep. And there are physical... Blueprints that yes. have now been laid yes. and are being deconstructed.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And so, and then, you know, I think I, I was surprised very much by the physicality of it. I mean, it's like, it's not, you're having little baby contractions. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a pleasant experience. And so, I think it, it, the weird part is like, not only is there not medical structural support, but there's like nothing in our culture that's like, okay, this is happening we bring you a casserole. Now you lay on the ground and you have your (laughs) blanket and you get your old childhood bear bear and then you, you know, like all this stuff. Like you
1: don't. Well, like how there some companies have like bereavement leave. mm -hmm. Shouldn't there be a miscarriage leave kind of thing or like allow that to be within that? Yeah, just like a
0: physical, like just only if only for the physical part. But like we know that your physical health dramatically influences your mental health. So you think about this like, boomerang of hormones this physically challenging process as well as any like emotional attachment you might or might not have had right all the plans and dreams that you
1: had about Mm -hmm. that potential child Mm
0: -hmm. so it's like it's a wild deal like it sends people to therapy pretty consistently and it can be for be for anxiety depression ptsd it's all about how you really interpret the event or it just could be basic adjustment stuff like grease Grease. yeah you know it doesn't even have to turn into quote a disorder it's just like well this is really sad yeah this is still
1: a a difficult adjustment no Mm -hmm. matter what it is Mm -hmm. and not having the support or the validation in that right boom you're in therapy yeah yeah exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly.
0: exactly it lands you in there quickly what else do you have experience with in this department
1: personally i've had so many family members who have experienced a miscarriage loss and you know, between my mom, sisters, cousins, mm-hmm. I even had an aunt who ended up having to have a stillbirth uh, because her she was far enough along mm-hmm. that she couldn't have, you know, an abortion. So she had right. to carry the child to full term right. and and have the child. I mean, right? the trauma of having to carry around your baby and have people say, oh, mm-hmm. look at you being pregnant That's when you awful. know that the yep. child is gone.
0: That's my nightmare. I mean (laughs) that's my absolute nightmare yep uh, that's that's a thing and it happens like and it's not even like the thing that's really crazy is it's not as unusual as you would think Uh, and we just kind of like frame pregnancy as this really exciting time and I I think it really can be right but one thing that was really uh, became apparent quickly to me is that while this is an incredibly exciting time It's like any new experience. You're opened up to a new set of vulnerabilities Mm. that you never would have been open to prior to this moment. Right. Right. A new set of losses, a new set of physical vulnerabilities, a new set of mental vulnerabilities that... You just did not previously have, right? I
1: think like leveling up in a game, but you hadn't learned the jujitsu yet to yes. conquer the beast. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's
0: like it's like yeah, okay, you got this like new spell or whatever, but then you also entered because now you can. Okay, oh, let's think about it this way. Okay, I got a great analogy. I love it. I'm People ready are gonna for it.
1: really, they're really gonna dig it. They're I'm not ready gonna, for no, it.
0: No, nobody is gonna like this. <laughs> but, I will, but I'm gonna do this anyway. Okay, have you ever seen the movie Constantine? yes this is really important okay so
1: it's a good movie
0: okay you know how constantine he is this it was based on a comic called hellraiser he can see kind of see the demons and and angels yeah Yeah. and kind of fights them off and like the bad guys he can he can see things that mortals cannot see right well he takes his the the woman who ends up being his girlfriend who is the cop he's working with on this case Mm mm-hmm And she used to be able to to see see things, things, right? And she had a twin who could also see things. Right. Now he tells her, I can help you see these creatures again, but if you see them, they see you. Right. So you don't just get this superpower without them then being able to, locate to attack you. you. Yeah. Right. And that's very similar to pregnancy. I, I dig that. Like, okay. Yeah. It, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of, you will. Um, you put off this bat signal. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like now, so now I'm entering into this world, this great beyond world and i get all these interesting powers right but i now am vulnerable to the monsters in this world yeah and i think that's something kind of in the very first monster battle is miscarriage right right that's the very first thing that's like the vulnerability that you experience that people while it's a common monster battle Mm -hmm. it's not a fun one no and half of people don't have to do any monster battle (laughs) so that's you know kind of
1: Worth it to think about. So that's another thing to, you know, that's... A, yeah, we just want to acknowledge that piece that that happens, you know, how how frequent it is and how impactful and life-changing that can be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned here that getting pregnant is really a huge deal. It's a huge, like, positive thing for a lot of people. However, the physical act of being pregnant isn't the glowing experience <laughs> that we've been led to believe. And at at least for most of us, it isn't. Right.
1: (laughs) There's a small percentage of people who they're like, I grew a new tooth. Like, they're just like (laughs) thriving, right? (laughs) Yeah. I had a
0: a client last week be like, she was actually really funny. She had a really positive set of like really, really no symptoms at all. And she was just like, I'm like a professional baby baker. (laughs) I actually really thought that was delightful. And I really... (laughs) I wish that deeply for every single soul right. in the world. And that can happen to people. Definitely. Yeah. People there are have, certain
1: people who yeah. they really thrive. They don't, you know, maybe they actually have physical symptoms outside of pregnancy and then all of a sudden they're pregnant mm-hmm. and they don't really struggle with those anymore. Yes. I yes. mean, those yes. people exist. I just think they're a small percentage <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I> think, <laughs> from my I think, understanding and experience.
0: Yeah. I think why we are uniquely quali- qualified as mental health professionals to talk about this is While we do have a strange sample selection, right, people self-select into therapy, of course, we do have a wide breadth of talking to people who have had these different pregnancy experiences while also having had it ourselves and also having friends and family. So we have like a really big sample set of what we can describe to you as listeners as like the interaction between pregnancy and mental health. So let's first start with the physical side of it. What? How does the physical side interact with the mental side, et cetera, of pregnancy, aside from miscarriage?
1: Yeah. So when you get pregnant, there is just this level, this deep, deep level of exhaustion, <laughs> yeah. right? In your bones, in your spirit. Yeah. Yeah. You just – you. You can't sleep very well half the time, and your physical. Even if you are sleeping well, like it's not as restful. Yeah, you're just in this deep state of just constant exhaustion, and you also have this kind of anxiety because there's just so much to do, right? And prepare right. for, and learn, and plan, and yeah.
0: And it's like, what what is ha- What is happening? Right.
1: Today? I think I think um, I did not fully
0: comprehend the different t- reasons why somebody would be exhausted, but I think like one hormones do play a role yes. in your level of exhaustion so they you tend to be more tired as your hormones change uh also as I lovingly used to stay all the time I'm making blood and organs <laughs> so right like all of your nutrients are are going to making blood and teeth and organs and brains and that's yeah. like
1: pretty metal and requires yeah that's badass like, a However, lot of energy like it's, it's draining from you yeah
0: it's literally like taking nutrients there's hormonal changes there are nutrient transfers that are going on Uh, you may have uh, vitamin changes or vitamin deficiencies that could be happening right uh, because of this it can cause exhaustion you mentioned that you simply sometimes people can't get comfortable
1: right Uh, oh so much pain just random pain
0: yeah it could be could be (laughs) your hip I think for me it was a lot of muscle tension and uh I had extremely disturbed sleep I had biblically changed sleep schedules <laughs> <laughs> for a variety of reasons and one of the reasons was is that um i'm a tiny human so like when there is another human in my uterus it compresses my lungs and so it feels like i'm being waterboarded a little bit uh. can't super breathe and then you know you can't sleep if you can't breathe right it's because you then are pretty sure you will die
1: yeah (laughs) it's not a great feeling yeah no i couldn't sleep very well either due to pain and i just had to pee all the time yep (laughs) like constantly every two hours having to pee and i just remember my skin stretching you know the swollen feet thing and granted granted, i talk about being preeclamptic i noted that in a Mm -hmm. deep different episode but my skin was stretched like i mean you could write in a way (laughs) oh my gosh that level of pain was weird and awful yeah it's kind of
0: unreal like how your skin starts to behave yeah it <laughs> starts to do weird stuff you're like am i gonna explode I, like for that's what it looks like
1: yeah like <laughs> think of like the harry potter when he blows up his aunt you know you're yeah. like that you're, the, you're getting blown up and you're just Whoa. yeah
0: it's like veruca salt and willy wonka yeah it's like somebody needs to press this blueberry i need, I need to scent. yeah yeah so and what we know about exhaustion right and like physical ailments is that Physical discomfort does tend to produce a vulnerability to depression, anxiety, right. et cetera, mood mood changes, and sleep. Lack of sleep is like the number Huge. one predictor of a mental health condition. I right. know I've harped on this a million times, but if you do not get sleep, you are not going to be well. Right, right. just point blank, and so.
1: Well, and at, throw in the hormone imbalances yes. too that you're not used to managing. Yes, right.
0: So as a pregnant <laughs> as a pregnant person, you're you're at a real high risk, even if you've never had something like this before, like depression or anxiety. You you are at a really high risk for experiencing some serious mood swings just because of just basic physical abnormalities, right. not even related to hormone changes. Like, yeah, I think there's this kind of like trope that
1: oh yeah oh it's a hormone yeah, yeah everybody your, always blames that it's like. No, there's a combination of bullshit happening right now.
0: (laughs) I'm in pain. I don't sleep. And you're doing something that is real dumb. Like, (laughs) like, let's be honest. My frontal lobe usually keeps me from saying how dumb you are. (laughs) But my frontal lobe isn't working because I'm not getting a lot of sleep right now. So we're unleashing So I'm going to pop off. Yeah, Yeah. we're
1: we're a melody unchained at this point. (laughs) Well, let's say that you do get sleep. A lot of us end up having really weird nightmares, too. Amen. (laughs) Like,
0: (laughs) amen. I used to have this one that a uh, demon was standing over me and was saying, hey, you have to choose between your life, your child's life, and your husband's life. Oh, my God. That was a nightmare I had, like, (sighs) one out of five nights. It Uh. was just like, what is this? What is this fresh hell? Please make that stop. But I I think what it was was a hypnagogic or hypnopompic hallucination because of reduced oxygen mm, to the brain. Right? Like, I think there's a scientific explanation for that. Yep. And – does anybody talk to you about demons that are going to speak to you? No. 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 I bet your health was not mentioned
1: in my pregnancy prep course. That was not in the
0: pamphlet. <laughs> I did not consent to this. They're like all talking about like, you know, they're like, oh, do some like
1: perinatal massage. I'm like, what about the demon? I'm, like, the what? <laughs> and let's be real. That perinatal massage. Like, oh, thanks. Yeah. That helped for. Six
0: seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
1: Cool. Cool.
0: <laughs> Uh, so obviously, as we mentioned, many people develop symptoms of anxiety and depression during pregnancy. We talk about that why this affects sleep and gives you weird nightmares. And you mentioned how that you will have some skin changes, right? Uh, it will be very tight. It will be tight. Yeah, on, upon you, you upon will be your very body. stretched,
1: and you're gonna have some <laughs> weird marks. Yeah, right. You're getting you're getting stretch marks. Yeah, you're sweating a lot more than you used to. Yeah, you're getting you're sweating sweating lines, like yeah. weird lines, and
0: color changes and yeah.
1: spots and your nipples look insane <laughs> yeah <you're
0: laughs>
1: yeah your nipples become like this
0: strange strange color. strange color yeah it's so way darker apparently it's like a bullseye for the baby to be able to see if you're breastfeeding
1: oh which is, is that part of why it gets i mean yeah. i also heard just because of blood flow it gets a little darker too i'm sure i'm yeah. sure
0: <laughs> i am sure this is all part of the body's <laughs> plan it's right horrible horrible plan uh you also can get a linea negra or whatever that's called, where you have that kind of like darkened line yep, that runs. Yeah, mine's all the still there, early. man. Yeah, a lot of people's. It a takes lot of people's, apparently
1: a really long time to go away.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Stretch marks, everybody gets them. Yeah, I mean it's just part of the it's just part of the deal. Yeah. Now, hey, it's not all bad, right? No. A lot of these things, like the cure for them, is giving birth, and they do actually go away. It's not a permanent thing. Like you're not permanently destroyed. Your brain is not broken. Like, no, we're of course all not. Gonna be okay here. Yeah.
1: But, but we, during that process, it can be difficult to observe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. let's talk about society's view of women and how that kind of physical change can affect our self esteem. Right. Yeah. We know that we're making a baby and that we're supposed to get larger. Yes. However, that doesn't make it any easier. Right. <laughs> yes.
0: So if you have any like body dysmorphia, which yes. most women in our generation do, yeah. honestly. Most of us. Then there's gonna be some sort of level of disgruntlement. And mood change simply due to the body changes, right. the physical changes. Some
1: self-esteem kind of yep. within that.
0: Yep. Some self-esteem things. I think for me too is the mobility stuff. I need to be able to uh, run. You know? Yeah. I got to be cou- able to get out of there
1: quick. I don't know what's going to happen. I am like a speed walker all the time. Yes. And to have to like just kind of toddle around <laughs> was so annoying
0: mine was i like to fit in small places that too like i know it sounds really weird but i like to squeeze behind people and things like i right. don't like to wait for crap
1: yeah so, you like, like s- yeah. go through the crowd like a fish yeah. upstream kind of thing exactly. and you couldn't do it because you'd bump into things I was just like, <laughs> dish,
0: dish, dish. it was like a little pinball like going i was like boop boop i'm just gonna hit everybody now but before i was like all lithe, like going through things like a little kitty cat yeah just moving through and it was like so surprising how annoyed i was by the Ugh. fact that i couldn't fit in small spaces anymore it really drove me bananas or
1: you just weren't even used to that like like I would turn and hit things you know what I yeah. mean like you you weren't used to or you'd make too short of a corner and yeah. <laughs> like oh shoot
0: <laughs> ouch uh, yeah no that's true like the amount of things you hit with your belly is it's yeah. just like absurd yeah it and I think the thing is is like we're joking but the chronicity of this how long it lasts is really what starts to kind of drive people slowly into a descent of madness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you can imagine you had a stubbed toe. That stubbed toe will hurt for a couple of minutes. It sucks, and then it's done. It's like a forever stubbed toe. And then the Yeah, toe a year-long
1: stubbed toe. It's like
0: a year-long stubbed toe, yeah. And then it just, like, keeps getting worse. Like, the toe, like, grows in size, and then you can't walk on the toe. And, like, so it's just, like, a chronic... Irritant. Um, even yeah, it's irritant. I like
1: that. Beautiful, beautiful thing right. for a lot of people. Yeah, you're excited. There's parts of you that are just so happy. I mean, the, again, there's no, moments where actually, you're like super up, and then yeah. there's moments where you're super down. And then yeah. there's moments where you're super frustrated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, the thing is, too, is like, I think about my experience. I actually didn't view it as this, like, super positive experience because i really didn't know what was on the other side of it like Mm. i was i had always been a little bit unsure about being a parent i wasn't totally convinced of my uh maternal ability instincts yeah Yeah. (laughs) i wasn't convinced that this would be a journey that i wanted to go upon and so people being like aren't you excited it was like i dude i don't know what i am (laughs) like i know i am large and i can't wait i know i'm
1: surviving (laughs)
0: i can't weave it out of traffic my belly is humongous and i'm very angry that's what i know but like not everybody's having like an earth goddess journey over right there. like that's the other thing so you know there's a there's a lot of levels to that so we got the
1: stretch marks the sweating um we've got also, some morning sickness oh yes which lasts uh all day yeah Let's- why it's called morning sickness? <laughs> yes.
0: Um, I actually remember puking between patients. So I have a, a really clear memory of, I have this like a uh, table set up in my kitchen where I do like, it's like sequestered away from everything and uh, where I would do my treatments for people in the daytime. And I just pulled up the garbage can to my like high top stool and I would just kind of like lean over Ralph in there and then just like keep typing. Yeah. Tell me that's not a hellscape.
1: Like, Yeah. <laughs> like, I swallowed mine back down. Luckily, it was a small enough amount. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> sometimes they aren't, right? Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. And people, <sighs> you know, you're a lot of times you're still trying to hide it. The, the point in time, I think, what's hard is that this is the point in time where you're like, I'm not really totally ready to
1: have this communicated to the world. Right. Yet. I don't want to tell everybody yet that this is what's going on. Yes.
0: And yet... You are the most barfy and it is possibly the hardest to hide it like in that way that it will ever be. Like if you were uh, not like visibly pregnant, but having all the other symptoms, it would be easier in the other trimesters to hide it. Right. This is the one where you're like, holy cow, I am not well. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not okay. (laughs) And I think that, you know, not only does morning sickness can last all day, but I was unaware – of exactly how long it can last mm-hmm. like i think that people would say that it will last through you know first trimester like 12 weeks or something like that but i mine lasted way longer than that like like yeah way longer and it got like to halfway point,
1: through the second trimester yeah, even yeah yeah, or-
0: yeah and so i had to like take medicine for it and all sorts of things because it was just not there was no let up and it was like I woke up that way and I went to bed that way. Mm -hmm. So – and some people get the – what is that? The hyper – oh, goodness. The one where you throw up, like, constantly and then you have to, like, be admitted to the hospital because of fluid disruptions. Yeah. Yeah. So these are –
1: Real things. Yeah. Yeah, These are things that happen.
0: They're they're adding up. And so you can see, okay, now this is a risk for depression. This is a physical – because – Like, say, we know in the field, if you have a physical problem, like chronic pain, or if you had a physical limitation, like you had recently been paralyzed, or you had a recent cancer diagnosis, there's all sorts of literature out there about, like, well, this is huge for your mental health then. Right.
1: Well, even let's talk, like, anorexia, if you're not getting your food intake, right? So now we're having that level, too, where you're you're not getting enough. Nutrients as well. Yes. Because you're either throwing it up or you're just not eating enough or you're maybe you're eating too much, which is also causing a different effect, right?
0: Yes. Yes. Exactly. So it's funny that, like, this is just, well, it's just the way it is. It's kind of the message you get where if this were any other physical ailment, it would be like, okay, you need to, like, let's get you a therapist. Let's give you some time off. Right. Let's kind of figure out a way to get around this, (laughs) but not this one. What else happens besides morning sickness?
1: We have m- just mental fatigue and forgetfulness, right? Yes, yeah. I mean, that was really frustrating with clients. I really, <laughs> yeah. I really hated when all of a sudden my mind would just be like, erase. It's like, oh, shit. Oh,
0: shit. I called a um a tall boy beer can. I called it a long boy. And now no, no <laughs> one will call anything, anything other than a long boy. Like I would just trail off in the middle, middle of a full yeah. sentence. And- there was no that was it that was the end I've lost the thought yeah that's the end of it yep
1: I'm sorry I, I'm done now <laughs> I called a I called a high chair mm-hmm. a feeding trough So <laughs> <laughs> rural coming out in me yeah.
0: <laughs> strip their feed bag on yeah uh, <laughs> yeah I mean it is like you just it's hard because we have a pretty like cognitive job you really have to be on On
1: your toes and remember people's backstories and the names of people and yeah
0: you're like i don't know where i am right now i tried to like (laughs) add up in the grocery store like two cans of soup worth of groceries i was like what is 250 plus 250 and i just like (laughs) stared i was like oh no (laughs) i don't know that part's gone it got eaten (laughs) erase yeah (laughs) so it's it is funny like You, I remember telling a couple of my clients who were more like had a good sense of humor. I was like, sorry, I'm dumb now. I'm doing my best. Like, I don't know what (laughs) happened, but I didn't, I really did not realize how big of an IQ drop
1: Seriously. Or I would send out emails that were just nonsensical or I would miss like the main point. Oh my gosh.
0: (gasps) What's your thesis,
1: Michaela? You're like,
0: I don't know. I don't remember
1: the point. Butterflies.
0: (laughs) Yes. So the cognitive changes are very
1: real. And let's add to that too, just some fear. I yeah. mean, pregnancy really triggers fear. Yes. You're thinking about giving birth, and everybody mm-hmm. talks about how painful it mm-hmm. is, and so much can go wrong for the baby, for you, mm-hmm. and everybody wants to tell you their horror story. That like,
0: is the how worst. intrusive
1: people are about
0: their horror about stories. their
1: horror stories, yeah. and pregnancy is insane
0: yeah it's it's really upsetting i mean i would i remember i was going to the elevator one day and somebody's like oh you're pregnant my sister got an infection in her breast and it almost died like i that was like the yeah. first thing they said to me and i was like cool hi what what's your name like who are you i don't even know who you are and then like when i got out of the elevator that same day somebody was like wow you're enormous hope you don't get diabetes <laughs> it's like what is happening and then i like walked to the door and somebody was like basically insinuated that i wouldn't fit in the bus for the you know how you had the little shuttle buses sure that
1: take you to your parking or
0: whatever they were like uh we might have to like basically like open this special portal for the bus area to get you in i was like oh my god that big like <laughs> it's just like insane but yeah people would tell you you know like oh yeah my sister got diabetes and bled and bled and then almost died yeah or just say insane stuff that actually somebody even went accurate. blind
1: for several months oh, or yeah. <laughs> you know like just, jaren was paralyzed yeah <laughs> just
0: like what is the story that you're telling me and then i used to get to the point where i would say to people who is this for what is this story for what is the point of this right
1: why are you sharing this with me yeah and also then people like want to touch you oh yeah that not okay
0: that's wild um i i did grab somebody's hand uh as they were this the only time somebody tried to touch me because i was like mean as a snake when i, was <laughs> like, I think i think people like felt that the hate coming off of me <laughs> but because i was like emperor palpatine in the freaking hallways like i was mean mean but one person tried and i like snatched their hand out of the air and like bent it backwards I nice was, like, do not right like I think I like blacked out and I, I, my eyes turned black. It was like a problem. (laughs) But people will constantly. Try to touch you. Yeah,
1: and then they ask you all your personal plans. Like, what? How are you going to do this? What are you going to do with that? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's none of your business. Yo. Yeah,
0: yeah. uh Well, I thought I'd uh drop him off in the forest. I started creating elaborate stories <laughs> that like were nonsensical to tell people. And to, like, I love it. it you, that that's a fun thing, you guys. I if, did.
1: I would say like when they'd be like, "What are you expecting?" Like asking like if it's a boy or a girl. I'd be like, "Lizard." Cat. It's like cat. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> really hoping for some kittens. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I would talk about like I would say escalatory things like they'd be like oh are you gonna breastfeed or are you gonna bottle feed I'd be like well, you know, I've heard Mountain Dew is really good. For the- <laughs> <laughs> just say like insane shit. Just like see the look
1: on their face.
0: You know, there's this new trend diet of feeding them orange jello from the hospital. And I'm just going to try and keep that going when I leave. Like, I am just saying insane <laughs> crap. Would be like- and people would look at me like I was dead ass serious. But I mean, it's like that is none of your business. And if you get an insane answer from me, you're lucky I'm even entertaining you. And I'm not just straight ignoring you right now. Right. But it's the only health condition where somebody can come up to you and be like hey how are your genitals
1: like yeah right
0: yeah (laughs) i'm sorry what what like if i was just like hey how's your penis fred like what what, hey uh so this thing that's going on with your penis do you think you're gonna treat it with penicillin or do you think you're just gonna kind of ride it out
1: right yeah
0: Oh, oh okay that's an interesting choice well
1: I heard that you should do it with this way. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Bob
0: <laughs> down the hall, his just fell right off.
1: Yep, <laughs> that
0: would be similar. It's like, what are we doing right now? This is absurd. You cannot say this to people. Uh, but yeah, that was definitely something that kind of happened. And I think that the fear factor is really something that triggers people's anxiety events. Oh I my mean, gosh, that so
1: much can cause... lead to a real
0: anxiety disorder.
1: Yes. And I also feel like, to some degree, people treat you like you're an incubator. Oh, Lord. Like, they're not talking to you. They're talking to your belly. Or they don't really talk to you like you're your own person. Or No, they call you mama. Oh, my God. Magala. You're not my mom. Ma- like, no, I'm not your mother. Hi, mama. Hey, How mama? are you doing? No. Oh, that- no. Oh, my don't- God. I am Sonny.
0: I have an identity. I am not Mama. Right. That used to make me crazy. Oh, yeah. I have a name. Yes. I have a name. And and
1: you have called me that name for how long? Now, all of a sudden, I do not have this name. And I'm not this name to you.
0: Yeah, that's yeah exactly. It's like there is one human currently in here
1: who yeah who's still in incubation that that doesn't even know how to talk. Like until they're saying that name, that name is not said. Those
0: (laughs) those brain cells are not formed. I'm not your mama. creepy yeah
1: and it felt like too sometimes people would put forth more effort too Mm -hmm. I feel like to care about you now that you were pregnant it's like oh so you didn't care about me as a person of my own but now that I'm carrying this child I all of a sudden matter that's cool
0: yeah yeah that was weird it was like Oh, there's a possibility there might be a boy in there, so.
1: Right, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's kind of all that stuff. <laughs>
1: like, no, 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 you're not. You might be developing a penis in there, <laughs> so we better take care of it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah it was really weird. It was like, uh, what's happening right now? Yeah, people who previously had zero interest in me and my humanity at all, like, suddenly gave a remarkable shit about yeah. who I was. And let me just tell you, I love not being cared about. I love anonymity I love it more than life itself I want to be anonymous I don't want anybody to know what's up up with me and my life and what's going on like I love it and this the fact that I suddenly had this weird spotlight on me that I couldn't avoid with strangers it was like the most intrusive thing in the world it was very intrusive hated it
1: I, th- I don't mind people caring and knowing about me when they always care and know about me. When you all of a sudden do it for a different reason, yeah, I had a problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually true. Like, people who are close, yeah. that's fine. Who have already let in the inner circle of trust. But sure. But I will say that inner circle of trust is very limited for right. me. Like, it's a limited circle. <laughs> so that people are like, no, I'm in the circle. Or like, you don't
1: even... You're, no, you're not. You're not
0: anywhere around the circle.
1: And so during all this bullshit and life-changing situations we're expected to work 40 hours a week
0: oh my friend (laughs) (laughs) my dude my dude yeah it was like crazy i remember at one point in time i had like an eight client a day set of sessions and you the clock is running out right Mm -hmm. so you're like I need to see these people. Like, I need to make sure they're well, they're taken care of. They're right. Okay. I need to make sure
1: they're prepared for when I leave, leave for a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
0: I I want to make sure everything is done. And there's like an endless to do list. So you really can't call in in the same way that you normally would. Like you, you would think like just use your leave if you have it, or use your time off if you have it. But a lot of times people don't have it, number one.
1: They don't have it. Or B, they're saving it up so they can have it after baby comes.
0: Exactly. Or they're not getting like paid leave. That's the other thing. So it's just like you really do have to work through all this. And that would again be, it would be similar to, okay, all right, Fred has cancer. Just keep keep coming on in Fred it's just a weird thing to expect when somebody's throwing up all the time and right. doesn't know can't add 250 plus 250 and they're making blood and eyeballs it's like what are we doing there's no system for this to right. help with this and this is one of the biggest like these people who come out of you form the fabric of society later yeah we don't have a structure for like
1: for how we create them (laughs) it's like whoa to help support the beings that are creating them so they can come out maybe you know fully weird yeah (laughs) fully formed
0: yeah like this is a wild system like i remember thinking like this is the wild wild west right now like that was a very strange uh eye-opening experience but i do know that that may be Uh, more american i I know that we have some international listeners that may be more american but i do think even the like pre-maternity leave is really i was gonna say yeah
1: during pregnancy i i mean i think some other countries are a little bit better with maternity leave but i think pregnancy you're just no you're just this is just this is a natural thing that you're just supposed to do so it's not a real issue just deal with it and do your goddamn work
0: yeah (laughs) shut up (laughs) shut up and do your work the other thing is is like well, this is your choice, and you made this choice. And it's like, well, yes, on some level, for some of us, that's true. For many of us, that's not totally true. Right. Uh, but for some of us, that's true. But it's also like, I don't get the choice that I'm How the my human. body
1: responds, either.
0: Yeah, yeah, how I respond. Or also, like, I don't get the choice that I'm the human that was born with the capacity to do this of, like – in the partnership I'm in, I don't always get the right. choice. That, like, <laughs> it's like either I do it or nobody does it. It's like, right, like, you know, like, okay, that doesn't feel hugely like a choice. Like, right. sometimes you can choose your timeline, sometimes, but not really, unless you just go zero I'm not doing any which is totally a respectable choice definitely but,
1: like, but then if you have that choice you also get shamed. Yeah, oh yeah you're gonna cr- mean,
0: criticize oh don't worry you're not going getting no matter any what yeah no matter what you're
1: getting shamed yeah yeah
0: <laughs> you're gonna get shamed yeah so I think we'll we'll kind of call it there for the yes. first portion of this because our reason for this is that I think both of us while we were pregnant felt so incredibly invalidated yes by what we were seeing around us it was like what is going on it's nice to know there are two humans on the other side of this who are okay, who got better, who are fine, who lived. Right. And also can just say what a nutty experience it was to go through. I mean, I right. think there's both. It's like, you're going to be okay. Right. We're going to all be able gonna to gonna this. this. You're going to manage
1: this. You're going to yep. be able to come out and yep. be okay, but you might experience some nonsense.
0: Yeah. There's going to be some nonsense involved. And I think like a lot of these things just surprise me and slap me in the face with how uh,
1: absurd and yeah! impactful.
0: Yeah. I think I could create a whole list of like shit not to say to a pregnant woman. Oh, my
1: Lanta. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's hey, I'm going to hit you with sleep now because when you have the baby, you won't sleep again. If
1: you have said
0: this to a pregnant woman, you need to stop. <laughs> you need to stop. Because they're doing. already
1: struggling with sleep.
0: Don't say that. Okay. Listen to me. Don't say that. <laughs> there are a lot of other things not to say, but try not that one. Also, please don't comment on how big she is. Right. Please. No. Whether it's small or large, it doesn't matter. She, it's It's not relevant. Right. You.
1: Again, you don't want people commenting on people's bodies in general, right? So just because they're pregnant doesn't mean that it's a green light to comment on their effing body.
0: You could probably just basically treat them like they're not pregnant yeah like like a normal
1: human treat them how you did
0: treat them right or any other person (laughs) 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 it's a weird rule book i know it's gonna be hard to follow but just try to treat them like people
1: (laughs) (laughs) not like little incubators that are just supposed to keep doing trucking along Yeah, do
0: your best (laughs) so we'll stop there for today uh what do you want to try for outside of podcast experimentation
1: Do you have a plan, Sunny? I'm curious.
0: Mm, I think I could (laughs) I probably I would like to write down for myself a list of crazy shit people said to me. Oh, that would be fun to share. Yeah. Just because I thought it was funny, mostly. I mean, at the time, I did not think it was funny. But later, I thought it was pretty funny uh now i think it's pretty funny and like responses would be fun to have like a set of clapbacks that <laughs> i had used because i i became like an insane person and i don't recommend that everybody does this but it was pretty liberating to just say the most yeah. insane thing I mean you, you got
1: pretty of. feisty but you had a real rough pregnancy yeah. experience I mean I think on a scale of 1 to 10 you were like a 9.5 yeah. of what <laughs> the, the hell is happening
0: the Richter scale was wild up in that one yeah so I just didn't have any tolerance I was like eh, I'm just gonna drop my baby off and have them be raised by wolves you know like <laughs> <laughs> but say it deadpan, uh, right? that's the most important thing you have to say it seriously right. so maybe I'll come up with like some funny things that people said to me and then clapbacks that I gradually developed over time i also pretended not to hear people that was another really big thing i just yeah
1: yep i just ignored
0: deafness was a symptom Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's taken my ability to hear this fetus (laughs) (laughs) what about you what are you gonna try
1: i know of a few people who are currently pregnant okay or maybe not a few but a small number i think i will just check in with them and see how they are managing
0: yeah I love that. I love that. It is really nice to have somebody who's given birth before, to just kind of be like
1: to validate what? a little bit, like, "Hey, how how are you feeling? Are you sh-
0: what's going on? What's there? going on? Yeah, yeah.
1: House? And then whatever they say, I'll be like, yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yes that did happen didn't that's just it? real <laughs> yeah
1: you did see a monster in the corner <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yep the demon yeah i know about him
1: <laughs> he's a feisty uh, yeah. one
0: beelzebub is he's talkative um but <laughs> just ignore him <laughs> yep uh so that is our pod today folks we do have one joke for you what do you want to what do you want to hit me with this week michaela
1: what would be different if men were the ones who got pregnant
0: i don't know everything yeah
1: maternity leave would last for two years with full pay and morning sickness would be would rank as the nation's number one health problem (laughs) 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 sorry (laughs)
0: okay how is being pregnant like being a kid again how there's always somebody telling you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that is our episode today, folks. Remember, like, subscribe, follow us, rate, and review us. It will help other people find our podcast. Yeah. So And also, please feel free to donate to us on Patreon at Thanks, And feel free to find us on Twitter, Instagram, etc.
1: Yeah, I want to throw one more joke at you, though. Hit me. What do you call it when you're unable to find someone to help you through your pregnancy? Hmm, I don't know. A midwife crisis. Oh, God. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a labor of love. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, folks, okay. we will see you next week for part two of our mini-series. Yep, see you. Bye. Bye.